0: You are listening to Center of the Sun, your favorite culture, society, and science podcast. Thank you for listening. Where do you get your 4th of July music? That's the question I'm asking you today. Um, I'm sharing with you on this episode um, a new app that I use called Mixcloud. I'll tell you more about it later. It's the perfect app that I think will be great for a 4th of July uh, celebration, a 4th of July music mix. Um, I'll share with you my playlist there also on Apple Music. Speaking of which, Drake. Yes, Scorpion is out. Finally, I'm gonna give you my take on the album The rumors surrounding Drake That I'm seeing on Twitter Kinda of pissed, that's okay And then I'm gonna give you my top 5 tracks From the A and the B side Thank you for listening I am centrosun 21 on Twitter Let's get started with the news Or like I call it, Society <laughs> Society This episode is brought to you by BP Coffee. Uh, actually, no, it's not, because that's not, that's not a thing. <clears throat> Pardon me. So I'm navigating to the New York Times website. Very nice website. Um, looks just like a damn newspaper, but I have a subscription to the New York Times, and I have not read it today. It is Sunday. Center the Sunday episode. Um, so the first thing I'm fucking looking at is the fucking um, headline reads "What it costs to be smuggled across the U.S. border." Um, so automatically, I'm thrown into a panic attack because we're at the, we're at this precipice of policy this is like this inner this intersection and this precipice like this point this high point um, of just like terrible decisions made by our government and the most maddening thing is the children that are being affected and um, because I know that foster care <laughs> our foster care system, American children is already fucked up let alone the detention system that funnels children into foster care or whatever they're justifying all this for all of this stuff regarding the children needs to be fixed immediately Um, because I just got back from Washington D.C. probably like a week or two ago and during my trip there I took two colleagues to the Holocaust Museum and um, I don't know if you've ever, if you've ever been to the U.S. Holocaust Museum, whatever, but it's a very nice museum. I've been multiple times, and it is shocking. It so this most recent trip was shocking because literally, this is we are in the first step of genocide. And I wish I was, like, exaggerating. But this is exactly what happened um, during World War II to justify the genocide of the Jewish people um, and to people who were disabled and elderly and gay and non-conforming In any way, they were killed or put in concentration camps and things of that nature. So... We need to be doing everything we can as citizens, which includes voting. Oh my fucking God. Jesus fucking Christ. Please vote. That's all I'm saying about it. <laughs> and if I hear one more fucking thing about how someone doesn't like someone based on party lines and party politics, it makes no sense. Because at the end of the day, you know what these people are about. These are Republicans. So party line, I vote party line, god damn it, cuz I don't care. Because at the end of the day, I don't want the government itself to change. And that's what's happening right now. Our government is literally the face of it is look is looks different. It's very odd. Anyway, what are your thoughts? Please tweet me. Um also, you can hear my song. I wrote a song. on It's on SoundCloud. You gotta look look my SoundCloud. Or look on my Twitter. It's probably shared there um, for my song. It's called 2020. Don't forget about 2020, because Trump fucked up. Speaking of which, on this damn... Oh, so, the, so the New York Times has a Sunday review section right up top here and it says uh the millennial socialists are coming now i didn't really fuck with bernie sanders when he was running because i'm like how is your old ass how are you so damn old how are you so damn old and um been in congress for so long and now all of a sudden you're like popping out like you you can save somebody uh no you can't But you know who can these young women, these pretty young women on here? Yes, yes, they're all women too, of course. But Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, she's being highlighted in the month of July because she fucking girl. I saw your episode. I saw your um, interview on MSNBC. Both of them because you did one earlier in the day and then you redid it the night at at night. I was very impressed. And you, you better practice. It's so cute because you're learning how to do it this is the ultimate um, like social media like lesson and like how you're supposed to shit tell a story like they always tell you they want you to um, learn something so you got to start from the bottom and then you got to tell a story so you got to tell all your business and then you got to progress you got to be consistent she's doing everything that an influencer on social media would would do but she's doing it through public office. So, Alexandria uh, Ocasio-Cortez, she's a 28-year-old political newcomer. Uh, She upset the U.S. Representative Joe Crowley. He's the incumbent in uh, New York in the New York, I believe, like the 14th district I saw on TV maybe? I don't know. But she beat him in the (laughs) primary. Because people, they don't think that... (laughs) That's the good thing about America It's like, thank God we live in America because like at the end of the day, we set it up so we can break it so we can break it apart like it's made to be broken. So that's the only thing that gives me hope about this government is like at least one day it'll change. What are your thoughts? I don't really want to get in it. It's kind of alarming, but we do need to make sure that we talk about the Supreme Court. Um, The Supreme Court is under threat. If you haven't if you haven't seen a Supreme Court justice in the United States Supreme Court federal you know the, the highest court in the land um, pay attention people, please. Center of the Sun knees, center of the sunnies, delights. I need you to be paying attention to the Supreme Court. Um, we can't let Trump get another judge. Especially because Obama didn't get another judge, but I think he, I think he appointed two. I forget two of those women. I know he did two women. Oh yeah, Hispanic woman and the other woman. You better do that, Obama. Get your yes. What's going on under science? New York Times science. Who's what's going on here? Ooh, the evolutionary origin of descending testicles. Hmm. Oh my god, have you ever seen The Danish Girl? (laughs) Um, It was on cable. Uh, I saw it probably like a few months ago. That was the most terrifying thing. I've never imagined having your testicles removed without anesthesia and without pain medication. In like the 1920s. Yeah, that... They didn't have to show any blood or any guts. Just the thought of it. Oh, I couldn't even... I couldn't even think of it. Oof. But get your life, girl. But I think she died. The Danish girl died because we are trauma-informed up in here. We are gender-affirming up in here. Thank you. But that was a good movie otherwise. It was very interesting to see kind of like the DL... The, like, renaissance version of the DL. No, it was way after the renaissance. But still. But still. Ebola outbreak in Central Africa is largely contained. Please, Lord. Remind me not to go to places to contract Ebola. Lord. (laughs) Just putting that in the atmosphere. Oh, my God. Oof. Well... There's nothing really on the... You know, there's really nothing going on in the news. Um, Later, we're going to talk about HIV. I got in a good little tizzy on Twitter. Oh, Lord. Jesus. No accents. No accents. But I got into a thing on Twitter regarding the HIV cure. Um, Is there a cure? More to come. (laughs) But... um, basically no there is no cure yet there's good evidence that there is that there's that it could work but every time but every time we try to create one it fails so you ever been to Detroit? <laughs> it's a very interesting land. Um, I went to Detroit about 2 or 3 years ago. When was Formation or when was Formation tour for Beyoncé? That's when I went to Detroit. Um, I saw her tour and uh, Detroit's always Struck me as an interesting place, not only because it's like the Motor City or whatever. So like, it's known for like Motown or like music and Motown and cars and Ford and all that kind of stuff. But it's also known for music, um, house music, very specifically. So um, whenever I go to Detroit, I always make it. A, you know, I always try to immerse myself in, you know, stuff like. That in terms of house music and making sure I, I'm I'm up to date. So, for the Fourth of July, um, why am I saying um so much? Goodness gracious! For the Fourth of July, people, it is common that people listen to music. I'm making a point. I promise. (laughs) I promise. I'm I'm making a point. It's just hard to. So it's hard to. I don't know to talk about right now. I don't know. It's very hard for some reason. But Mixcloud.com is a site that I use That I found um, not only for Oh, they made their little logo, gay, Not only for uploading my podcast But also because um, it is, I guess it's a big site for DJs So one of the best things that I like to do So when I go to Detroit or I go to a a different city One of the best things, one of the most fun things I like to do Is go see DJs and go dance so um mixcloud is a perfect site if they are not sponsoring this at all um <laughs> but i just i like the site and it has all kind of shit on there mainly european djs stuff that i don't even hear that you don't hear over over in the united states so do you use mixcloud um if you do follow me on mixcloud.com center 21 just like my twitter handle um, one DJ that I wanted to talk about today was MIDI mod I believe um, lit as playlist so Mixcloud only lets people put up like long stuff so you can only put up stuff if it's if it's like an hour long like you can only put up radio shows and DJ mixes like from the radio also um, so I like that DJ um, I don't know. Is this Cyrillic? I don't know. But all these people that make all this rave music, because, you know, I love a nasty bass. I really do. Um, also, DJ Vadim is another. V-A-D-I-M is another DJ that I like. So this DJ is in the United Kingdom. Um, also, there are some very handsome men, too, that I follow. So if you want to... Ha- I'm... I would love to, to, like, date a DJ and just dance all night. Like, damn. Um, a very handsome black DJ, I would love. If you are a handsome black DJ, um, hit me up, Centresun21 on Twitter. Or email me, host at centersun 21com Bitch. But anyway, Mixcloud is a good place to go. You can see, you can hear my podcast there also you can see what I I listen to my favorites Um, they're listed right there for you you can see my history so sometimes I'll just click on stuff and just listen to it and like I love it because it's a whole bunch of different kind of mixes and it's the kind of turn up music that I like that you can't really find on like Apple music because everything is done by artists so like to who puts it all together DJs put it all together to make it sound good, and like different stuff, so like I like turning up, so mix cloud, find me there, link in the description of this podcast also, a good place for mixes is SoundCloud. um I'm I still hear stuff that I can never hear anywhere else because it's all fucking Soundcloud, and it pisses me off um and then I can never find it again, but anyway, um also. You can follow me on Apple as well if you do that. Um, I'm giving you a lot of places to follow me. Um, I'm everywhere on the internet in terms of music. Because i that's all I do. And if you want to hear some of my music, it's on SoundCloud. So anyway, um, Apple Music uh, has a partnership with Drake. Yeah, thank God. Because if I had to wait for this damn album like I did for The Carters, which actually pissed me off and now that i don't even want to hear it no more because they like make it exclusive when all i do is support all i do is support and have supported like my first concert like was destiny's child so like it's very common for me to listen to beyonce and like Destiny's child and like jay-z but like to them to make it exclusive for what that's not how any of this works you're just doing it just to be an asshole. Um, Therefore, I'm petty too. Petty boots. So the Carters really piss me off and they can have whatever clout that they have. Good. But what I also do is I support other artists too. So even though I am a Beyonce fan, um, I'm probably more of a Drake fan because Drake, I just identify with Drake more because I guess he's a black man that speaks white. I don't know. That's the only thing that I could think of. Um, I'm also identifying with Drake on other, in other ways. Um, so for this culture segment that I'm about to have about Drake's album, which I absolutely loved, speaking of which, let me pull it up. Because I'm like, what in the world? Let me pull up. So um, what did you think of the album? What did you think of Drake's new album? I loved it. Um, Drake, see, but I like all Drake's, I like Drake, all of Drake's music, all the way from his mixtape until, what else did Drake do? Um, like, Views, and, um, oh, damn, what are the other, um, More Life, I loved More Life, More Life, um, introduced me to, uh, British rappers, no, no idea, whatever, Views was a good breakup album. Nothing was the same, was a good introduction to, like, Drake as, like, a mainstream rapper. If you're reading this, it's too late. I loved... Um, that might be my favorite album. Take Care, Defined, New York City for Me, and Scorpion. Now we're at Scorpion. Um, Considering the other albums, this one actually pissed me off. Because... <laughs> I like Drake and I like The fact that Drake so the best So the one thing that I always loved about Drake Is that on Apple Music He has his own Section called post Or Post Drake R&B Or something he has a whole section He has a whole his own genre and that's always intrigued Me because he did create his own genre And this album Just the simple fact of the description Where he's like Qualifying being like yeah we know like it sucks like Drake sucks but you're still gonna buy it like yeah we know like him qualifying that like kind of pisses me off because I know that he cares about the criticism and the one thing that always I always loved about Drake is he always made it his his music he didn't give a fuck singing rapping whatever he didn't care this one he cares and I'm a little worried. And it makes me think about one's self-esteem, especially someone like Drake. He's such a pretty man. Like I've never looked at him and never been like, "Wow, he's." And I've always been like, "Wow, he's just like, and he looks great," and he's not even like astounding. You know, he doesn't have anything particular about his features, like. He's very, if you look at him, he's just like every other light-skinned man, but it's just something about his, like, essence seems wholesome. And I guess that's part of the light skin privilege. Let's talk about that part. But also, because proximity to whiteness also translates into safe, you know, per- perceptions of safety. But anyway, I've always looked at him because I identify with him. Whatever. And he's cute, so whatever. And he's, a, and he's a good entertainer, so you know, all the things, but he doesn't have, you know, anyway, that's neither here nor there. I'm worried about people's self esteem and the extent to which people are affected, especially celebrities. Like, I knew this was gonna be a good album, but like the fact that it's like 3,000 tracks long and spans his entire ability musical ability singing rapping sampling you know beat making all those things you know he had a hand in it because people always criticize him for whatever thing and he's addressing it in his music and i'm like i don't know if that's a good tactic because part of being groundbreaking is that you say fuck the bullshit but also Criticizing the fact that he's responding to criticism is, you know, it's critical. It's just, it's a never ending cycle. But I just wish that he, what he gave me with more life in with views. I really liked. Even with take care, like he's given me points of reference in my life. So think about it. How do... Do your words affect people <laughs> on social media? Even fucking Drake, like push a T and all this bullshit. I thought it, I, when I see these people fight in public, I honestly think it's all um, a manipulation tactic or a marketing ploy. But then when I hear it in his music and I'm like, he's like actually big mad. He's really, he's really mad. And then, and then you people, when you know we're talking about these people you can't these are like real people and i really this is why like when i see his this black and white album cover on scorpion i just want to like rub his head you know his little wave his little three little waves i just want to rub them and just be like it's okay because i don't know these people got real problems and i can see it i can feel it and i can see it because the way that people talk about it so like I don't like the alluding to the fact that people think that Drake is gay or for whatever reason is having a secret love affair with whom with whoever. So on one side he has a secret baby and he's like sleeping with porn stars, which is kind of weird for like a celebrity because I'm like if you could you could literally sleep with anybody and you choose a porn star, um, which there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm like, socially. If you think about the social um, acceptance of sleeping with a porn star, you don't really—it's not really socially accepted. So, like, as a celebrity, why would you choose that and potentially um, suffer negative consequences? Because I'm like, maybe I should sleep with a porn star. Drake's sleeping with porn stars—I'm like, there's something to it, clearly. Um, so, on one on one hand, he's having this like—I guess he's acting out. Is that what people would say? Because he's this wholesome, light-skinned man, and he has he's has, has the side of him where it's like crazy or pres- presumed crazy. I all, th- seriously, I think it's all marketing ploy or distraction in some way. And then on the other hand, he has these like male friendships with other celebrities, and I saw this um, post on Twitter. And this woman was like, I don't know, I don't know how people figure out like dates of like when celebrities, because it's all planned. Like you can automate the internet; basically, it can be automated, so you can make things happen without it actually happening. Like Lil Babal wow told y'all all the secrets about how people just like pose and stuff in front of things and exaggerate their celebrity status. But I saw posts on Twitter, and I don't even, not, I'm not even gonna really reference it because I don't really like the way that it was going because, because at the end of the day, I don't like when people talk about or allude to the fact that people are gay because the fact that you're alluding to it, it devalues my humanity. So I saw a post on on uh, Twitter where they're mapping the timeline of like Drake's child's birthday. <laughs> and uh, Trent Uh, juxtaposing that or transposing that directly on top of his instagram timeline um and, and apparently during his child's birth or the the formative years of his child's or the formative days after his child's birth um he was not present he was actually visiting someone um in the hospital some other non-family member in the, in the hospital so people are like "Ooh, look at this and they're like oh yeah like it's weird so but at the end of the day what i've observed from being gay myself interacting with secretly gay people and working and knowing firsthand the behaviors that coincide, the negative health outcomes that can coincide with being secretly gay, um, I don't have any tolerance for it. So I'm basically telling you that anytime you try to make fun of somebody who is publicly straight and you try to make fun of them for being secretly gay or allude to the fact you are literally negating And delegitimatizing people's humanity Who actually are openly gay You're saying that, oh my god, it's so bad being gay He's secretly gay Or like You're making it seem like it's bad When it's literally just like someone's sexual behavior And literally no one will be honest about their sexual behavior If you keep shaming them for it So straight men will never tell you the the truth. You always have this problem with DL people because you never get the truth because you keep making people lie. You keep putting people in a position to lie because you make it seem like being gay is so bad. It's not that bad. It's actually really fun, dumb bitches. (laughs) Mainly women. They love doing that shit. Men, it is what it is. But I think women just put keep throwing little drops of gasoline on the fucking fire. And I'm like, even if the man is secretly gay, he's never gonna say it. <laughs> because you make it seem like it's the end of the world. Or you keep bringing it up. Let him do what he does. These are real people. Anyway, my top five tracks on the album. I could probably find them. Do I have top five maybe mob ties yes mob ties is my shit um, let me type that up because it is like really weighing on me mob ties is good also what else is good on this album in my feelings of course this is gonna be a hit um, in my feelings Is this the one with Mariah Carey I don't think so no that's emotionless that is a good one too emotionless you gotta gotta listen to this album you got to emotionless also 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 doesn't matter with Michael Jackson in it (laughs) loved it loved it doesn't matter Featuring Michael Jackson, I'm typing these down so I can put them in the description, so you can browse at your leisure. So my favorite side B side was my favorite, and I know I'm gonna I know I'm gonna love. Um, I'm scratching. Sorry, I know I'm gonna. Oh, finesse. Finesse is a weird song. Finesse is one of those songs that give me a little bit of pause. Let me know if you have the same feelings. And honorable mention. Honorable mention, nice for what? Because it's just, that's just my shit. So, um, let me know what you think, okay? Honorable mention, nice for what? Oops, I'm hitting, I'm I'm knocking my headphones off. Nice for what? What are your favorite tracks on the new Scorpion album? Tweet me, centersun 21 on Twitter. You can email me. Post at centerson21.com or follow me anywhere, podcasts or listen to, leave a comment there. Thank you for listening. And we're going to come back with, yes, you guessed it, my section or my snippet entitled What Have You Heard About HIV? We're going to be talking, we're going to start a little series because um, I got a little tizzy on Twitter about HIV and the vaccine and the cure. And do y'all even know what HIV is? Well, luckily, this is my day job. So it's what I can talk about today. See you soon. Or hear you soon or whatever. Anyway, well, I'll be back. That was bright. White Castle Sprite But, um They just don't have the range And that's okay How you doing? Visit sun 21com To read more about today's episode, they don't have the range. And I feel like, I was just on Twitter like a minute ago, I feel like, um, bragging, (laughs) you know, you're always told you're not supposed to brag and stuff like that, but, excuse me, I had to take a drink, but you like, your mom tells you not to brag and shit like that which is fine to like tell children but you know what now that social media is so big i actually find it funny because we've been taught so well to not brag and it's been stigmatized so much that a lot of people don't recognize what they're doing (laughs) and it's funny and i think it's kind of cute Cause, Cause you can tell people are really well intentioned and they just don't have anything else to talk about. But that's exactly why I wanted to, to bring it up because you're allowed to brag. And um typically people do it on social media where they'll like state something like, OMG, like I have this thing that thing and the other, and not only, you know, oh my gosh, like my, I'm so busy because like so many things are happening and it's like, it's called humble bragging, (laughs) like being humble, but also bragging or try the appearance of it's bragging with an appearance of, of humility. And, uh, it's very funny actually to see it, but humble bragging, I think it's fine um but you should probably watch yourself if you're doing it i try- I do it all the time, like oh oh my gosh, like, oh, oh man, I have to spend so much money on my uh on my key fab for my range rover because it broke, oh man, you know, kind of that kind of thing where people do it's called humble bragging, it's fine, but when people do it on social media, it's like really. Really, girl, like no one really cares that you have to clean your twelve pairs of expensive designer shoes or something. You know, I don't. No one really cares. But um, it's kind of like when you announce like otherwise meaningless details about your life. Like in in in, in, in any other situation, you wouldn't share certain things because it's meaningless. Because there's no point in sharing something that's meaningless. But but then it got me thinking like why do we have this compulsion excuse me sprite this message is brought to you or not brought to you by sprite and white castle it's not brought they are no they're not the sponsor but anyway but then it started but then it started getting me thinking about how i interact with people so a phenomenon that I am realizing now. Um, so my birthday is coming up in about a month. Ooh, woo, I'm scared to turn 30. I like literally have an anxiety attack every time I think about turning 30, but it's fine. No one gets it. They just tell me to shut up. It's fine. But anyway, I started thinking about how I'm interacting with people. So in my current day job, I'm noticing a – now that I'm learning, now that I'm, like, being valued and, like, I'm working in a field that, like, is actually challenging me, now I feel actually challenged. Now I'm starting to recollect on my development, on my education, my personal development, all those things. And how many times I've been kind of just, like, inherently – assumed or um how much I've had to teach myself let's just say that (laughs) and it like it's astounding like because you know I dedicate this kind of this episode to the citizen scientists out there because to have to teach yourself something it's gratifying as fuck like it is so amazing you feel so good that's why i you know want people to seek information whatever it is whatever you're thinking about um i encourage you to think about it more and actually try to back it up with some concrete evidence or some sort of outside source or some other person that agrees with you i think it's very important because learning is a constant process and really the only way to prevent aging in humans is to keep our mind sharp like to actually like prevent the aging of the brain or the detriments that come with the aging brain or that or side effects of aging um you can combat a lot of the, a lot of that stuff with just mental making sure you know you're staying up on your education. And actually they're linking the lack of education in early childhood to Alzheimer's. There are several studies out there that um, are trying to figure out what's the cause of Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's disease, the disease that, uh, let's look it up. I'm going to go to Safari, Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's disease. What is Alzheimer's? Let's try Mayo Clinic. It's like the third thing. So the, uh, so the Alzheimer's disease is a progressive disease that destroys memories and other important mental functions. At first, someone with Alzheimer's may notice mild confusion and difficulty remembering. Eventually, people with the disease may even forget important people in their lives and undergo dramatic personality changes wow that sounds pretty f- fucking scary um and the fact that it changed it's slow so you don't really realize it's happening until it's too late and even then if you did realize it it wouldn't matter because we don't know how to fix it but um alzheimer's disease mayo clinic goes on to describe mayoclinic.org goes on to des- to describe that Alzheimer's disease is the most common form of dementia or cause of dementia, a group of brain disorders that cause the loss of intellectual and social skills. So I've heard, you know, a lot of people to prevent it. um, There is no proven way, but research into the prevention strategies is currently ongoing. The strongest evidence so far is that you're able to lower your risk Um, for Alzheimer's by reducing your risk of heart disease. So those are linked. Um, So you got to make sure your blood pressure, your, your high blood cholesterol, weight, diabetes also affect Alzheimer's. Wow, I didn't really realize that. But making sure that your cardiovascular disease, making sure the blood flow to the brain is always lit. Also making sure that the electrical activity in your brain is lit. So making sure that you're reading and writing every day um, and being healthy, just being healthy. But anyway, um, it kind of was all prompted this, all of these connections that I'm making with Alzheimer's and like Twitter and like people bragging and stuff is like, it made me think about my own development because because I didn't learn like everybody else traditionally learns, like you can't teach me steps. Like you can teach me things, but I won't retain it. If you want me to retain something or critically think about something, you have to teach me topics um, in their, in totality. I don't really, I'm not very good at learning pieces of things. So like steps of something, I need to know the entire, what is the purpose of the thing. Uh, Before I learn the steps And then I can retain it And critically think about what I'm doing And make adjustments and remain flexible You know, all the things that make you good at your job I need um, But I just learn in a different kind of way So When I think about like How I interact with people at work now You know, and having to learn something new every day Like literally that is my days Like being having my mind blown every day Which is good And I enjoy it But at the same time I'm pissed because I'm like, when am I going to just know, you know, <laughs> I guess I just need to have patience, but because I don't learn like everybody else <clears throat> and because I require more information than the typical person to do something, I guess it's proven as a detriment because people think you're dumb or also let's not forget i'm a black man let's not forget the racism aspect to it because even though i went to good schools was i taught properly or improperly because i was assumed that i was not smart enough because of my skin color and i think that that's actually probably the that's once i think about that i'm like well it makes sense now <laughs> like and it just gives me more power and gives me more reason to seek information because I'm like, uh-uh, what you're not going to do is is make me stupid and then assume I remain stupid. That's what I'm not doing. So getting back to the thing I was talking when I started this. Sorry, I went on a tangent. When I was talking about bragging, though, because I've had to teach myself a lot of stuff and then have to Unlearn the fact that I was not stupid. Um, now it's become important to me that, like, vanity <laughs> is an asset now. <laughs> um, bragging, I think, is part of that. And there's nothing wrong with it. Humble bragging, explicitly bragging, you know, outright, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, uh, how did I get on Alzheimer's? Damn. But all that stuff, making sure that you, you remain on top of the information that's available. I think that's how I got on Alzheimer's, but making sure that you remain on top of stuff and like not letting yourself slip into like complacency and stupidity because I think they want you to be stupid. I think To a certain extent, like that's the design is that so you can just like be a slave because whether you like it or not, like there's always somebody who's a master you know, there there's there's always a there's always going to be a boss. So why not try to be the boss or why not try to understand as much as possible so that if you if you get the opportunity, if you get the opportunity, it's possible. Damn, I'm out But Yeah, they don't have the range And that's okay, fuck them Brag about your fucking car Well, don't brag about your money Don't, don't do that shit Because people will rob you Don't give them an excuse to rob you But also don't give them an excuse to call you stupid If you're smart, tell people you're smart Don't let them Try to trick you If you got some skills, shout them out loud. Fuck it. Don't be. You know, this is how I approach. This is how I approach it. So think of it like going to the dance club, whatever. And you know, the first time you ever went to a dance, it's like it's scary, whatever. But and I was always so self-conscious. I'm like, really? I used to hate the feeling of self-consciousness. It's just like really, or so self-conscious or something. I don't know, but it dawned on me when I realized that everyone else was self-conscious, too. So, if I am the one that is not self-conscious, then I am actually the best. Because I'm the least self-conscious, which means I'm better. So, if you go to a dance club and everyone's standing around and you're the only one dancing, who's the best dancer? It will be you. So... Think of it, out of eight billion people, if no one is dancing except for you, who's the best dancer? You're the best dancer. Therefore, you get to be the leader. You get to be the boss. It's logic, duh, that's how I rationalize it. So if everyone else is self-conscious, which they are, but no one is self-conscious and confident at the same time, then you're the most confident, you're the most self-conscious, which means, or the, le- the least self-conscious, which means you're the prettiest. Or you're the best. I think it works. <laughs> does that logic work? <laughs> I don't know. I think it does for me. That's how I live my life. That's why if you got something to brag about, brag about it. Because at that exact moment, no one else can brag about that. So you're the best. So if you have 14 friends, brag about your 14 friends Because I got about 13 Therefore you're better Duh, you're the smartest I love it You are the center of the sun If If you're the center No one else can be the center Be your center Shit Shit, damn But anyway Thank you for listening. Visit my website, centersun21.com. Text me, 513 289 0474. Tweet me on Twitter at Centersun21. Leave me a comment, subscribe, rate, review, all that good shit. This is Centersun Podcast. All right, Um, so what have you heard about HIV? That is uh, the title of my segment right this minute. And I want to talk about it because, number one, young black men who are under the age of 24 years of age, um, young black men who have sex with other men, are accounting for the highest proportion of new infections. So that's why i'm talking about that today every year new infections increase in this group of people um so and it's really under the age of 30 because nobody's wearing a condom um, which is okay because the health department does um recommend the health department in ohio rec does state that uh what's safe for one person is not always safe for the other so you have to do what is best for you, because everyone's body is different. So are condoms good for you? Um, yes, if you use them. And uh, yes, if you use them properly. Do you even know how to use a condom? The best tip I can give you in terms of using a condom is to leave an inch or a half of an inch of space at the top of the condom. So that it uh, so you can catch catch the semen that comes out of your penis. So anyway, what have you heard about HIV? Uh, First of all, the only way to know if you have HIV is to be what tested? Um, You have to go to the doctor to be tested, unfortunately. Um, Also, you can get a test over the counter if you can't go to the doctor, but it's extremely expensive for what it is. Um, You can go to the Walgreens or wherever and get a test or a quick test over the counter gets results back in twenty minutes um, that antibody test um, is it's you can use your oral fluid or you can use a little drop of blood but it's not looking for the virus and that's a m- common misconception about HIV tests is that it's looking uh, it's actually looking for the your body's reaction to an infection so when you're infected with HIV when you have sex without a condom or um, Share a needle when you're shooting up drugs Or something like that When you're infected with HIV or when you're exposed to HIV Or you or if you acquire HIV um, Your body starts Fighting it And in order to fight it, it creates cells Or uh, these little fighter cells Called antibodies And those antibodies Fight all infections But specific to HIV um, That the ones, excuse me, the ones that are specific to HIV can be detected on the Quick test. So the only way to know if you have HIV is to be tested. Um, When you get tested, we're not looking for the virus. We're looking for your body's reaction to an infection Um, because a lot of people think, oh, you're giving me HIV. No, (laughs) no, it's not happening. Um, We're looking for your body's Reaction to an infection and your body reacts in a very specific way to HIV so that's what they're looking for if that test comes back Reactive if there is a reaction then that warrants further testing and probably medical treatment And at the very least counseling risk reduction counseling because there's other ways to reduce your risk for HIV other than a condom you can do things like limit your number of partners so how many partners in the, in the last 12 months have you had? Have you had 10 partners? Can you count them on your hand? Um, if you had 10 partners in the, in the past year, you could reduce your risk for HIV by decreasing your partners to nine in the next 12 months. Because just literally decreasing your number of partners decreases your risk dramatically for acquiring HIV. Also... When's the last time you talked to your partner about HIV or about STDs? Do you even know that HIV is an STD? What is an STD? An STD is a sexually transmitted disease. Sometimes people say STI, sexually transmitted infection. Those infections normally are easily prevented. That's why they're in their own little category, STD, because they're normally only passed through sex. So how do you prevent... STDs. you talk about them before you have sex. And, yeah, it's really hard. It's actually really awkward. I barely talk about STDs before sex. But if it works for you, do it, please. Because, again, black men, especially black men who, who are under the age of 24, who have sex with other men, are disproportionately becoming acquainted with HIV. Which is... Astronomical because you can It's highly preventable and highly treatable by, by very simple Simple changes to one's Sexual behavior So condoms Limiting your partners Talking about STIs STDs All those things could like literally Reduce your risk for HIV Also research Have you heard about some research around HIV Because we can prevent HIV With medication now the same medication that we use to, to, to treat HIV, parts uh, one part of that medication can also be used to prevent it. And now we're looking at long-term injectable versions of treatment and prevention. And now we're looking at cures. And now we're looking at vaccines. You need to become engaged. There is technology out there to save our lives. Are we taking advantage of it? Center of the Sun podcast my purpose is to close that information gap because young black people, black people in general, black men, specifically black gay men, black men who have sex with other men, whoever you are, I want to share information with you that, to close the information gap because we should not be lost. We shouldn't be ignorant to a lot of these things. and I, I talk with people every day. So... Thank you for listening. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, <laughs> all the places. Um, if I'm not in a particular place, please email me host at centersun21.com. Visit www.centersun21.com for all the links, all the ways to subscribe. Uh, you can also text me, I forgot about that part, 289 or area code 513-289-0474. Secure line, exclusive to the podcast. I don't even type the the number anywhere. You literally have to listen to the podcast in order to get the number. So text me to get on the exclusive list. More to come. Area code 513-289-0474. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. And I'll see you next Sunday. Code Buttery exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make the brave decision to venture within, you will unlock your true potential so you can push forward with confidence, conviction, and a purpose. For only one dollar, you can become a Center of the Sun Plus Gold member and get closer to that purpose. No matter how difficult the process may be, remember it's your resilience and commitment that will ultimately lead you to where you want to go.